Lynn. Happy Friday. This is your first ever listening on the Women Podcast. My name is Tamani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and inspiring all women to be bosses, support, and networking. We partake in a variation of different initiatives like good community service. We have an international motivation podcast like this one. We do webinars, seminars, workshops. You know, we basically do it, sis. We're known as the one-stop shop for empowerment, and you are listening to the Women Podcast, where I sit down with my entrepreneurs, or Debbie Bosses rather, which is what we like to call them, and I sit down with them and I talk with them not only about the topic at hand, but also their journeys of becoming bosses up until the point that we record this episode, and if this is your first ever listening on our podcast, then we do updates in the beginning of every single episode, and we have three for you ladies this week. So update number one, our national one-on-one mentorship applications are officially closed and will not reopen until later this year. We are happy to announce that we have doubled our actual estimate of girls that we like to estimate each time we open up our program. So we've actually doubled that number. Um, So we're very excited for the mentees that we will be inducting um, within the next few weeks within our National 101 Mentorship Program. And graduation is actually taking place, I believe, next Sunday after this episode airs for our current mentees for the class of 2021. So congratulations to the WMNTs that have graduated or are graduating this year. You ladies have grown so much within our program and we are very excited if you are new to our program and you will be the class of 2022. So again, thank you ladies so much for applying. We cannot wait to start our 12-month program with these new ladies to see how much they will grow as well. So that is update number one. Thank you ladies so much for applying and doubling our little goal. Update number two, our Empower Her call that took place this past Monday was amazing. You ladies know if you attended our Empower Her call last month, which was our first month doing our Empower Her calls, last month's word was scale and this month's word was strategy. So I was very happy to sit down with you ladies and give you ladies empowerment for the month within your business, taught you ladies different strategies that you should utilize to grow your platforms, scale your business and so on and so forth. But the message this month is strategy. So thank you ladies again um, to the W bosses that joined our Empower Her call this month. Ladies, be on the lookout for our Empower Her call next month. It is usually the first or second Monday of each month um, to get you ladies empowered and ready for the month ahead in business. So ladies, please be sure to RSVP for that as soon as that goes out next month. Again, as always, it is free. Our Empower Her calls are free. So thank you ladies for making that successful as well. And last but not least, our first ever event back is here, ladies. No, I'm so sorry. It's not a a Women of Lynn hosted event. It is actually an event we will be attending tomorrow. We will actually be at Create By Mia's DMV pop-up shop. It will be taking place in Virginia. Women of Lynn will be there representing the brand. Your girl will be there selling our merch and a lot of different things that we have a part of our organization. So we will be there to represent Women of Lynn. So I'm very excited to be participating in tomorrow's pop-up shop. Again, the company's name is Create By Mia. The founder is also a previous W.O. Boss guest, a part of our podcast, Mia as well and she is also the founder and CEO of Milan Lauren Cosmetics we actually did an episode with her that was called Mia's Story we deep dive into you know the reasoning behind her brand her being a mother all while having a business and so on and so forth so if you ladies want to get empowered and inspired by a single mom telling her story go ahead and tune in on that episode as well that took place last season but we are very excited to be a part of her pop-up shop tomorrow so that is all of our updates for this week ladies thank you all so much for just 
making everything that we've launched thus far super successful these last couple of weeks. But if you ladies want to stay updated with everything that we're doing as a company, not only as a podcast, go ahead and subscribe to our website at womblin.org to be in the know of everything we do in the near future as an organization. Okay, so that's all of our updates this week. And moving on to our segments, you ladies know we have a woman to watch of the week and then we have an ask some money question of the week. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with our woman to watch of the week. Our woman's watch of the week is the amazing Marseille Martin. You ladies know that is my girl. That is my sis. She's Blackish's very own superstar, and she is the youngest show producer ever to produce her very own show that has been picked up by Disney entitled Saturdays, which will be a TV show sitcom centered around three African young African American girls and just their day in, day out life. And that is very inspiring. The fact that she's able to accomplish so many things so young, and the fact that she served as representation to all little girls that look like her which is actually the topic of this week's podcast but that is our woman to watch of the week Marcy Martin our young sis that we've watched grow from blackish to now the fact that she's her very own producer and sis is only like 14 15 it's insane so ladies that is our woman to watch of the week and of course you can follow her on all social media platforms at Marcy Martin okay so that's our woman to watch of the week Moving on to our Ask Tamani question of the week. So this week, ladies, I've decided to pass my Ask Tamani question because it was the same exact question as last week. And you ladies know that I never answered the same question twice. So I will be passing on this week's question. Ladies, go ahead and submit your questions to the WPod at gmail.com or womenglen at gmail.com for a chance for your question to be answered. But again, this week's question was very similar to last week's and I don't want to provide repetitiveness within our Ask Tamani segment so we will be passing this week okay so that is all of our segments a part of our podcast this week which leads me to our topic so by the title of this episode ladies it is entitled a reflection of you and by the title of this episode you ladies may be thinking a reflection of you what is she talking about what are we going to be hopping into this week ladies we are going to be talking about the woman that you needed when you were younger okay as women black women specifically it's very important to provide a source of representation to younger women or to have a source of representation within your life as a boss as you grow not only in business but in general as a woman and today we are sitting down with an amazing boss who has been able to do that effortlessly and she has provided so much inspiration and a great source of representation not only to myself but women across the world through her many initiatives she is an author and we have the amazing opportunity to sit down with her this afternoon to deep dive into into who she is, how she's grown to be how she is today, and the importance of being a reflection of you as the boss you are today. With that being said, you ladies know we have nothing but the best of the best Debbie Bosses with each and every episode. And this Debbie Boss is an award-winning and best-selling children's book author, motivational speaker, and entrepreneur. Anna Nayakana is bringing representation and the love of literacy back to the screen for children everywhere. Anna was born in Berlin, Germany in 1986 to a Ugandan father and German Moldavian mother. Her family immigrated to the United States in the early 90s with only two suitcases for a family of five and applied relentless discipline 
plan to establish their family. Building upon her award-winning and best-selling book, Naya Zuri and the Pharaoh's Throne, Anna is currently completing her sequel, Naya Zuri and the Mayan Eclipse, slated for release in March 2021 while bridging the gap of representation from books to television programming. She says diversity should be represented in all programming and literature, so I decided to change the narrative and work towards this purpose every single day. If only someone had time to motivate me and the children in my neighborhood in order to understand that we were boundless and could achieve anything regardless of our zip code. I have experienced a multitude of multiplicity in my lifetime and have created my own path against a sea of no's for I can't let any child nor the younger version of me down. As women, we must create our own path throughout any circumstances. So please welcome the amazing Miss Anna Nayakana, everyone. Oh, wow. What an introduction. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you for being with us this afternoon. So before we hop into the topic and of course, more about your story and who you are behind your brand, give us everything. Who is Anna? Where are you from? Give us all about you. But before we hop into the topic this week of the importance of being a reflection of you. Absolutely. You gave such a great biopic just now. What can I add to that? I grew up primarily in Stamford, Connecticut, right here on the East Coast. And my childhood was really filled with such amazing experiences. I say amazing because someone else may say that there were challenges or obstacles. But now I've really learned that everything that I experienced in my life, especially my childhood, not only has a direct correlation with my purpose that I choose now to fulfill, but also the woman who I ended up becoming. And with that, Nayazuri, it means beautiful purpose. I selected that as my main character's name because beyond the exploration and the adventures and making sure that we are represented in the pixels and in our hues on covers and in the language, it is also making sure that Everyone understands that they should have infinite possibilities in their life, that they're the only ones who can stand in their own way, and that there is no reason why they cannot reach their highest selves. Absolutely. I definitely love the fact that you shared that. And I think it's very important when you reach that certain point where you build the courage up enough to chase your own dreams and aspirations to inspire those around you, right? And especially the youth in doing that. So with that being said, what inspired you to create a brand center on empowering the youth, especially those in undeveloped communities, to chase their dreams relentlessly no matter their circumstances? Mm, Well, sis, to be honest, I grew up in one of those societies and really in a project so my block was one that no one even wanted to really venture you know late at night and we had a lot of issues and things that we were dealing with at that time and with that said the school was a safe haven for so many of us in the community but with that said there was no one really taking the extra time to come into the schools and really uplift us or motivate us. And so when the school bell rang at the end of the day and you got right back on the school bus, you end up right back in the same situations, the same disparity, the same desperation. And we know that desperation can really force people, especially out of fear, to act outside of their character and to not only harm themselves, but to harm others with their actions, with their words, and with the situations that they create. So really, when looking back on my childhood, I saw the importance of what a school and administration could really do for children and the potential. And I realized that my school didn't quite meet that bar. And there was a really huge opportunity to ensure that we motivate our youth, that we empower them to understand that they shouldn't be limited because of the block or the zip code or the address that they live at, that they are actually have all of the opportunities in front of them 
and that regardless of the disparity, that they shouldn't feel desperate because with knowledge comes power and with power comes freedom. And those are such important values and such important uh, affirmations, I would say, that all of our youth should be exposed to. So hence, part of what I do, what I started with the Nyazuri movement essentially was writing the series of books to make sure that our history and our legacies are really in the forefront, especially in the school curriculums. And then the other half was making sure I'm actually empowering the youth and really giving them those fundamental truths of Nyazuri. Awesome. Awesome. That was an amazing share. Um, I heard you say a little bit how you looked at school almost like a safe haven, right? With saying that, how do you think or what made you want to write your first children's book specifically? Because there are a lot of different ways to tap into the youth through different routes and different ways. So what made you choose, okay, I can write a book and this will, you know, dive into my audience, which is the youth more specifically and a little bit more? Essentially, it comes down to the fact that I'm a storyteller. Back in my 20s, I actually had released an album. Music was my first love, really my entire life. And I was able to really hone and sharpen my own skills of songwriting. And with that said, I built upon the songwriting to continue to tell the stories that I knew could go ahead and give that upliftment to children. It was always strange to me growing up in the U.S. how black children and brown children, that we weren't really told of our culture or our history on a daily basis. Maybe in the month of February, maybe in the month of... (laughs) April a little bit and you know as holidays and things would come up but even then not our true history not the one that really glorifies all the contributions that we've made and the warriors that we've come from and the emperors and empresses that have really created all of the kingdoms and queendoms and civilization as we know it really owes a big thank you to instead it's kind of like blanketed and covered so it was always strange to me and I come from a cultural family so I know my roots I know my heritage and where I come from and I have such pride in that so attempting to fit into like this black and white world where that wasn't really talked about or glorified it was so uncomfortable uncomfortable for me as a child to be completely honest it was so uncomfortable to the point where I almost felt that I had to bend to myself Mm. You know, and that I feel like a lot of women and young women and girls, we tend to do that. We conform. We bend ourselves to be acceptable. We bend our hair follicle. We bend our nail follicle, right? We bend our bodies to fit into certain sizes. We do so much bending when really we are compressing our truest self. So here we are. What is a way that we can really release our truest selves? With the Nyazuri way, understanding that everyone is entitled to their own beautiful purpose. The journey of life is for you to discover what that purpose is. So my songwriting led into me then choosing to write these stories and really these fundamentals as a way that I can make sure that I'm getting the messaging to the youth at a younger age age and at a point where it can now transform their lives and give them a step ahead where it may have taken me 18, 19 years to get to. This is something that can really be implemented in a child's subconscious mind from as early as kindergarten. Mm. Yes, I love that. And I believe a book is the number one way to do that, right? Because that's something that that's the first thing they pick up a book to learn. And I believe that's why your brand has been so impactful to women everywhere and the youth everywhere, because you like to start young, right? Implementing in, in young girls minds that they can do and they can achieve anything. I think that is very, very important. So with that being said, how important do you think your childhood plays in impacting others as you grow within business in general? 
Oh, my personal childhood impacted everything. So I know going forward it would for all my young readers, especially those that tap in now and they understand that they can be a fearless heroine, not like Naya Zuri. You know, she's not a typical girl who's going to be a princess in distress, you know, waiting for someone to rescue her. She's really going to rely on her own mind, which is your greatest treasure, young girls. So understand that that's the thing that you should be building up, not anything else that society is telling you that you should actually focus on, but really understanding who you are, your knowledge, your capabilities, your skill set, your passions, really building those things up to problem solve. So those are all the, the skills that you will, you will be developing as you go from child to adolescent to ad- eventual an adult. So once again, how can we ensure that we're giving the youth the tools that they need now versus them having such a setback and then a, a huge wake-up call by the time they get to college or by the time they reach their young adulthood and they're not, they're not equipped for the world. Right. They're not equipped for the world because we haven't had a chance to even tell them the truth or they haven't been exposed to it and they're not prepared they don't understand uh, what it is that they need to do to be to be leaders to be organized to be motivated and to be empowered and to know that this world is actually for them to fill with whatever it is that their purpose is so really my my childhood and the exposure to the different worlds that I was in coming from overseas to the U.S. that was one huge perspective because it really enabled me to keep hold of my culture and then the perspective of being a girl you know in a, in a in a man's and a boy's world really gave me another understanding that I could be comfortable with who I was because I wasn't a girly girl so hence my <laughs> character Naya Zuri isn't either she's kind of a tomboy you know and her jeans are always ripped and there's leaves in her hair because she loves to explore and she loves adventure and she doesn't allow her gender to limit her she understands that she's just as capable her best friends there are a pair of twins in the storyline their names are Miguel and Hugo and they're they're incredible characters they add a lot of comic relief they're always speaking Spanglish and like losing their dog but they're really important they play an important and pivotal role because it shows the contrast between how it is you are a leader and how you become a leader all three of them eventually become very strong leaders Naya is the strongest at first and then the other two go through like an osmosis and a transformation throughout the series as children will continue to read and what an important way for them to understand that that is a transformation and an evolution that will be happening within their own lives as they learn as they grow as they experience things it should better them it shouldn't be something that creates any sort of lack of discipline If anything, it should be adding that fire to you and that flame to you to then become that adult that's going to blaze this world and really be a trailblazer because change, especially positive change, is so needed. Oh my goodness, it's so needed, especially in the 2021 that we're living in now. And I feel that everyone's minds are really awake and they're really ready for this information. So your childhood has such a, a direct correlation to the adult that you are going to become. I know mine did. I'm sure yours did. And as we sit and we become more mindful and we really reflect on our childhood, we can really see that regardless of whether there were things that were positive or whether there are things that were negative, they're all learning experiences and opportunities for growth. Mm, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know upon, you know, starting your journey of building your personal brand center on uplifting, inspiring and empowering um, others and specifically the youth, you probably went through a lot of things with that right so what is some advice that you can give to anyone who wants to serve as a source of impact inspiration to others but just don't know where to start I would say really take some time to be mindful and look within to discover what it is that your vision really is. What is it, what is it that your purpose, what is the, the point 
and where is the origin of that desire coming from? Because you have to make sure that it's something like unquenchable. Right. You know, it has to be something that you don't just go and, you know, have a couple of events that maybe you attend or maybe a few things that you contribute and then you're done. Is, is this really your life's work that you want to do? This should be something that keeps you up at night. This should be something that you just are unsettled meaning you don't become comfortable. I love speaking about uncomfortability. So if there's anyone who is looking to go on a similar route where you are motivating and inspiring individuals with either your own story or with maybe knowledge sharing, things that you know to help others, understand that you are going to have to constantly stay uncomfortable because when you're uncomfortable, that actually inspires growth. Hmm. Comfortability keeps you just right at the same line, just easy peasy right there in the center but uncomfortability forces you to it, it gives like an agitation right so it forces you to grow it forces you to think of something outside the box it forces you to do something different because you don't know what to do in, in a certain situation or an instance but so challenge yourself and really make sure that you are comfortable remaining uncomfortable because you're going to constantly be giving your own energy and really pouring into others so you have to ensure that you know how to pour back into yourself which means that you're absolutely going to need to keep growing, need to keep finding sources of knowledge and things to pour back into yourself as well. It is an amazing calling. It may not be for everyone. And with that said, everyone has their own life path. So I would definitely say, make sure you know the reasons of why you'd want to do something similar to that and understand that it not only will require a large amount of power and energy, but understand that just as equally, that's what you'll be doing to others. You will literally be empowering people, giving them a spark in an sometimes dark world where they may not know what this next step is for them and you could be that shining hope. So make sure that your your authenticity and your heart is in the right place, your spirit's in the right place for why you would want to make that contribution in the first place because you're gonna, it's going to be a constant life work. Mm, absolutely. And I want to touch on something a little bit that you said before we move forward. You talked about the importance of being uncomfortable, right? Um, something that just came to my mind. One of my favorite authors, Lovey J. You ladies know that you're if you're listening, if you're an OG listener, I love Lovey. All of her books, they just strike a chord. But in her latest TED Talk, I believe, she did a TED Talk a few years ago. And her message was getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? Sometimes we have to go through those processes and and those hard times and those phases to where you have to be uncomfortable because how, how can a seed grow without dirt? How can the seed grow without dirt and rain and sleet and snow? You know what I'm saying? So you will have to go through a lot of different things to see your message and your, your brand through if you do want to embark on the journey of empowering and inspiring others. And your story can be just as impactful when you're out on the other side, right? You don't know who is going to inspire. You don't know who, who is going to impact. So I definitely agree agree with what you said with that I think we should start getting more comfortable with being uncomfortable because (laughs) right you're a different person on the other side when you come out so with that being said speaking directly on representation who were some women that you looked up to that served as an inspiration to you when you were younger and how they impacted your journey today you know that is a great question and to be completely honest I lack role models as a child I lack role models in my own community. I lack role models in the entertainment industry and things that you may, people you may see on television or read about in books. And that was part of the issue 
at the same time, that was the inspiration that really stood out to me for my own childhood of why we needed the representation in the first place. Mm. Aside from my own mother, I, I really couldn't find women that looked like me or had similar ambition to really change the world to keep me motivated to stay in that own that lane. I ended up figuring it out on my own. And once I became an adult, of course, now we're surrounded by so many amazing, incredible women. I mean, we say Alicia Keys, Serena Williams, Michelle Obama, we could sit and go on and on for hours and endless hours. And once again, at the same time, how is that correlated to what's actually in our kids' hands, you know, during the school day or at home, even on the, you know, digital iPad and things of that sort and the, and the cartoons that are out now that are really more entertaining versus educational. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I didn't have those strong role models really growing up was that seed, as you mentioned, was that seed that really led to the birth of the entire Nyasuri movement because it was something that I knew could have made such a big difference. And beyond in the, let's say, entertainment world, really in my own community, everyone was working. Everyone was so busy working two or three jobs that they really couldn't even volunteer at the school or volunteer for the, you know, the black party or anything else. Everyone was just scrambling to to make ends meet and to survive. Survival is a beautiful thing, though. Survival really shows you how resourceful you can be and how what you actually need versus what you want. Mm, I love that. And in saying that as well, how impactful can proper representation be, especially to those who think that certain things aren't obtainable or unachievable? Oh, it's everything, sis, because the proper representation would show our children that there are no limitations on them, that their hue of their skin is actually a superpower. Mm. And that is a lie that's, that has been hidden by, quote unquote, the powers that be and suppressed in every imaginable way, because that knowledge would really just send them launching into the stratosphere if they knew that they already had all the potential to be their highest selves because they originate from the origin of all lands and that they are the direct example and reminder every day of who it is that created this world in the first place. That's such a power. So the proper representation placed in the proper places for our children to tap into would unlock them to their superpower. Absolutely. I think representation is so, so, so important in anything that you're involved in, Um, especially creating something in a lane where you do not see it. I think it makes it even more impactful. You talked a little bit about how when you were growing up outside of your mother, you really didn't have sources of representation and, and women in place that showed you, you know, I can be this too. I can do this too. And I think the more you start to service that representation, it's almost like a domino effect to the other generations behind you. And I love the fact that we're doing that more and more as women in this day and age. We're showing younger women, young girls that it is possible. It is achievable. Anything you set your mind to, you can do it. And the fact that we took the time to grow as seeds, um, I think, you know, that journey of us going through that rain, slow, sneak, and seeing who we, the women that we we're on the other side it lets little girls know that they can do it too so I love the fact that you shared that as well so in saying that as well what has been your biggest lesson thus far in building your entire brand because you've done a lot sis you've been on the news you've launched books you've you've done a lot Connecticut 40 under 40 tell us you know what has been your biggest lesson thus far in building your entire brand my biggest lesson has been to remain disciplined. Discipline is an amazing work ethic, I will say. 
at the same time, discipline can be applied to everything in your life from personal business to your personal spiritual journey, from your personal health journey to your actual personal relationships in your life. Discipline is a great way to keep you set onto your vision, really locked in with your mission. For instance, when it comes to business, I really enjoy being organized. I have an organizational spirit, as my partner would say. And with that said, I keep a giant whiteboard and it hangs on my wall and I write down all of my outcomes that I'm looking to complete for that month. And I say outcomes instead of to-dos or to-goals, which is language that I used to use. And someone actually inspired me to start using the word outcomes because outcomes what you put in Mm. with that said so on the on my whiteboard I have my monthly outcomes and it's something that I can visually see every day and I know the higher tier items that I'm working on in addition to that I do keep a journal where I write my weekly outcomes and things I should be working on every day in addition to any like concrete appointments and things of that sort now some may say well I want to write a list and this is going to take up too much time actually writing this out creates a daily discipline. It's about the discipline for me. And the thing about the discipline is it's going to set you apart because it will actually start forming your your character and your mindset to always be focused on how something will correlate and boost your business or your brand or your name. Everything we do is connected. And I feel that some people think that certain things are not. Certain things in the media, certain things in your personal life have nothing to do with your business. Nah, everything has to do with your business. So any entrepreneurs out there that are really looking to build up their brand, understand that everything is connected to your business, including what it is that you ate for breakfast this morning. It makes a difference what you're putting into your system. It makes a difference. So remain disciplined in all areas of your life. Don't be so distracted by the things around you or or be pulled into drama and things that don't, you know, sit well with your spirit. Stay true to yourself. Focus on actually disciplining yourself, disciplining, you know, where you're sharing your energy, who you're pouring into, the people, because you can feel tapped out and sometimes you're like, I don't know why I feel so drained. Who are you? Who are you pouring yourself into? That may be a reason, right? That may be a reason of why you feel so tapped out. So let's take a real good look uh, into your life right now. So I would definitely say that's been one thing that has really boosted me in the past few years, especially during the quarantine when we have been essentially on a lockdown. It really forced everybody to go within as they stayed within their own dwellings and figure out what it is that they want out of life. Because in in an instant, it can be taken away from you. Right. So make sure that you're living a life that's purposeful. Make sure you're living a life that's contributing to society and is something that is building a legacy, not only for your name, but for everyone who learns your name yes make sure you're building a legacy not only for your name but for everyone who learns your name i love that last Mm -hmm. but not least anna what are some general tips and pointers that you can give to the debbie bosses listening on ways that they can serve as a representation to others even when they think no one is looking Ooh, i love secret squirrel work (laughs) (laughs) when no one is looking i would stay stay true to yourself and when I say stay true to yourself, that really means know what it is, the re- know what the reasons are for why it is what you're doing. And le- allow that to really lead. Always lead with the spirit and the heart. You can't go wrong. 
because that is where really where all of our intuition lies. And we know that instinct is something when you need to get out of danger, right? Like animals have animal instinct. They know the lion's approaching. The gazelle knows I need to, you know, run this direction for a while. That's instinct. But intuition, that's something that comes from the spirit, from the universe, from God, from whomever or whatever you believe in that is a higher power that sources you. Or even if you choose not to source it, the celestial being and, and energy and frequency that's daily being poured into you. With that said, always rely on your intuition because your intuition is that inspiration and it's really going to lead you into the spaces and to really give you a clearer vision when you see an opportunity. And remember that obstacles are actually opportunities Mm -hmm. and that challenges are just chances for your growth and for you to inspire another's growth. Yes. Obstacles are only opportunities. I love that tagline. In closing, (laughs) what's next for yourself and your brand, Anna? And where can I listen, listening, find you? Website, socials, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, yes. So what is next for me? What isn't next for me? I'm looking at the whiteboard talking to you right now. I got like eight things on there right now for the month. Oh my goodness. The biggest thing so the sequel's coming out, Naya Zuri and the Mind Eclipse, this month. I hope with some other things that are coming down the pipeline that it won't delay. If so, it'll just be a few weeks. So look out for the sequel, Naya Zuri and the Mind Eclipse. The adventure continues. Naya and the twins, they end up time traveling back to ancient Maya. So that'll be a great, great, you know, pre-Spaniard expedition of the empire and what it is that the minds really contributed to us with their society so in their civilization and once again tying everything back to the source to show how we are all connected and come from that same origin of land so super excited about that yes. have, my readers have been waiting years because Nizer and the pharaoh's throne has been out for four years but i re uh, I relaunched it last year during the quarantine as I actually launched my own publishing company. So I had to put it on my own book imprint and I was just so excited to have it out there. So book number two. And then the biggest thing following that is Adventures with Naya Zuri. I am bringing Naya Zuri to the digital screen. I'm actually wow. going to the cartoon and I'm in the middle of pitching right now. So I'm pitching to networks right now and it's been so exciting. It's also going to be an animated short. So look out for that. And I'm working on the soundtrack for that as well getting back into the studio after so many years so super excited and then I have a lot of other secret projects and things that will come out so just keep in touch with me you can go to my website www.anayakana.com and you can follow me on social media at Naya N-I-Y-A-H underscore Zuri Z-U-R-I keep up with me keep up with me I'll give you some daily doses of motivation let you know what's going on with the movement and shout out to the Naya Zuri tribe shout out to the tribe join the movement join the tribe we are here for you we are here for our youth and we are here for everyone in our community so they can live purposefully in their lives each and every day Yes. Thank you so, so, so much for sharing, Anna. And thank you so much for being here with us this week on the Woman Podcast. Thank you, ladies, so much for tuning in to yet another episode on our international podcast as well. You ladies can listen in on our podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Radio, any podcast system platform there is we are on. Thank you, ladies, again for tuning in. And you ladies will hear me next week with a special guest. Peace, ladies. <laughs>